0: After taking a leave of absence through the events of New Krypton and War of the Supermen, Metropolis' favorite mascot is back on Earth and ready to reconnect with his adoring fans. The only problem is, his adoring fans ain't buying it. In their eyes, he's neglected them for far too long, and after being physically assaulted by an old widow on the steps of Capitol Hill, he decides he's going to do the only thing that will help him reconnect with the people of his adoptive planet. He's going to walk across the country. This is Superman as you've never seen him before. On the ground, walking the streets, eating pie, and making threats that he knows his ass can't cash. Join Nick and Bruno as they collectively nod and say, yep, this is a comic, as they read J. Michael Straczynski's Superman Grounded on this week's sleepy episode of... Oh, God, it burns. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to our next episode of... Oh, God, God, it burns! burns. And today, we're going to be following up with uh, our Spider-Man by looking at what happened across the pond over at DC when J. Michael
1: Straczynski left to go take over the Superman titles that's right we're switching from one character who wears red and blue to another character that wears red and blue for the well the enemy i guess you would call them yeah. if you're a marvel fan the distinguished competition the, the distinguished competition and
0: this uh, marks our first in canon uh dip over into dc comics which is where we're probably going to be staying for just a little bit longer because this d- definitely leads into some really really good threads but truzinski Got moved over. They made a huge deal of it. We've got Straczynski. He's going to be taking over Wonder Woman with issue number 600. He's taking over Superman with issue number 700. It was a big, big push. It was supposed to be one of the greatest things that ever came over. And then, uh, you know.
1: Stuff happened. Stuff happened. <laughs> All right. I mean, I can only imagine what those pitchers like. We got you, JMS. What are you going to do? It's like Superman. Just blew up his a, a new recreation of his planet. And now he's back on Earth. So there's no more new Krypton. Superman is holy America again. What are you going to do? I'm going to have him walk. Yeah, why? Because some lady slaps him. Yeah, because he's just going to keep walking. All right. <laughs> what are you going to do about Wonder Woman? All right, I'm going to make sure that nobody remembers who she is. What? I'm going to wipe her origin. Nobody's going to remember her. It worked for one more day. <laughs> god damn it jms when can you have it done
0: (laughs) it it is really interesting to me how everything parallels right here like not only and we're not really talking about wonder woman right here even though she does come in a little bit later but it's funny how as soon as jms like he grew super disillusioned with marvel comics it was supposed to be his big swan song from spider-man ended up basically chasing him across the dc because he just didn't like how one more day ended so much he was just like that was supposed to take away the stacy twins it was never supposed to have happened now i'm the guy who made norman have sex i was like yeah you did yeah, yeah you, <laughs> did. you can never run away from that so he jumped over to dc it was just like this is where i can start fresh it was like what's the first thing you want to do well i'm gonna wipe wonder woman's continuity oh, <laughs> and i was like well And then he started doing Superman, and it's just like, what do you want to do? Just go across the United States. Okay, and then a couple issues in, he finds out about a huge DC, like, initiative that would eventually become known as New 52. That all the groundwork was being laid, like, right before like uh, just a few months after jms started so it's just like he started and he's just like i'm gonna pour my all into this they're like hey uh jms are retconning everything in just a little bit he was like not again (laughs) (laughs) i thought i got away
1: from this maybe maybe it was just like all this happened because it was jms like that's just yeah
0: (laughs) it was it was karma just coming back to him in fact Jeff Johns and Dan DeDio's original pitch for Flashpoint was just to have it go back to normal Man. afterwards. But then we're like, hey, we got a JMS thinks he's gonna you know have a really long run on Superman right now. I think it would be a really cool prank to pull on him. We just wiped the whole... <laughs> As if we one more day the entire DC universe.
1: <laughs> if Marvel did it for one character, we could do it for the whole universe.
0: Well, DC's not exactly new to that. No. They've done it with Crisis on Infinite Earths. They did it somewhat with Infinite Crisis, where they just retconned a few things, uh, mostly the Superboy punch.
1: They had Zero Hour, which was like when they tried to retcon all the people's origins correctly and introduced Hyper Time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like DC is essentially just like every couple months, it's like, yeah, you know what? It's been a while. Let's let, let's pull that recon lever. Let's go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I got to tell you, too, going back and reading this, like, uh, I was able to see all of the advertisements and the issues I had. And- I know I've said before, I'm not much of a DC guy. The reason I'm not much of a DC guy is because they hit the reset button so hard with New 52 that I was like, everything that was coming around around this time, I was into and I was reading it. And then all of a sudden, all those storylines stopped and went nowhere. Yeah. So it's just like...
1: I think I think they overshot on this one because the biggest problem is they were trying to compete with Marvel. And Marvel had been changing their landscape. I mean, you're talking about right around the time of... Uh, this is uh,
0: was it around uh, Avengers versus X Men? I think it was around Marvel Point One.
1: I I, th- I think oh, or Marvel Now. It might have been a little bit before that too, because I mean, yeah. like Marvel had been changing their landscape a lot ever since Civil War. Nothing was the way it was. You even they even got rid of their the main like Trinity. Like they had people stepping in. Captain America wasn't Cap. Um, you had um, Bucky filling in for Cap. Yeah. So, I mean... A- Thor
0: was dead for most of it, and yeah. then Straczynski brought him back.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of this was like, you know, Marvel is killing it by just writing stories that change the landscape. And it's like, but well, our characters are so bogged down in legacy, we can't do that. But that's not... Tr- I mean... No, it, it is, absolutely... It is- it's absolutely not true, but it's... Because what,
0: Marvel's bogged down in continuity, too. It's, it's, it's just that they have a better editorial handling
1: on it. It's what they thought. So they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to push the retcon switch. And they're like, we've done that already. And it's like, no, no, no. We're not going to just retcon a story or a couple... No. The whole... universe, The entire... Is everything. Like, except for Batman and Greenland. Like, we're upping the ante, but Batman and Greenland... Well, no, we're not to to those. those are making money. Yeah. We'll, we'll just... We'll just... But Superman,
0: because this dumbass well, Straczynski came over and we'll, couldn't we'll make it work with his walk else, across
1: the United States. And then we'll just put all of the... We'll put Superman and Green Lantern in and make it work. Like I'm sure no one will be pissed off with the weird continuity that we'll be creating afterwards and all the questions that we'll have. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so, basically, essentially what we have right here is uh, 2000's DC's answer to whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow. <laughs> and... It just left everyone asking, dude, like, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow? (laughs) Because everyone was scratching their heads, Superman included, when he just, like, decided up and I'm going to walk across the nation. So we're going to go ahead. Now that we have everything set up. We're going to go ahead and start uh, touching base on some of the things right here. So this is by J. Michael Straczynski, as we've said before. Eddie Barrows, who I don't recall him, like, ever really seeing him in a lot of stuff before this, but he killed it on this art some of my favorite art that I've ever seen in a Superman comic and probably the only thing that kind of doesn't do justice is the uh, colors by Rod Rice which was like overly saturated and red but other than that this
1: was a beautiful book which is actually really funny given the fact that later on we discover what led to this whole grounded story arc and you'd think that you would want to emphasize the blues yeah (laughs) not the reds i I feel like that that would have been better if we were talking about like the green lanterns and the rise of the red lanterns but not like (laughs) no
0: it was it was really red it was really saturated and and, then i like that you brought up the blues too because it turns out the reason superman's going across country is because he's all full of depression and he just watched his two planets like blow up didn't he well uh, oh wait krypton first
1: new krypton next well, like, they address it, like, when new, when Krypton blew up, he was a baby. Yeah. It didn't phase him. Like, he always grew up, and then he learned about Krypton.
0: That's when Dick Batman was talking
1: to him. Yeah, but then, later on, he, he like, he actually comes out and is like, no, this time, I was there. I was an adult, it blew up again. And then, like, my planet was res- that, that I'd called home for the longest time was actually responsible for it. And then people are, like, mad at me and the Kryptonians for all of it because they believe all the hype. So I don't know where I fit in anymore. Like, he actually yeah. felt more like an alien than he's ever felt mm-hmm. in his life.
0: Yeah, like, and then with that issue 700, when he came back and he was being interviewed, and they're like, Superman, so what are you going to do now that you're back? He's just like, well, you know, I don't know yet. And then this woman came out from the crowd and smacked him straight across his face and was just like, while you were off on another planet, my husband died of cancer.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, what? Like, what? He, <laughs> like, how do you? How, what like, justification is that? Like, it'd be one thing is like, if while you were off on another planet, like Brainiac came and like my husband was caught in like his laser beam, but it was like he died of cancer. He's not a super doctor. Yeah. like take that up with Doctor Midnight. Hmm, Mister Terrific,
0: someone like that. But she went up and straight bitch slapped Superman, which somehow did not break every knuckle in her hand. And then he was just like, you know what? I think you're right. I think there are a lot of problems that I could solve in the United States. And he started walking across the nation. And every single issue featured another place, stop in the United States that he was going to. And uh, I think the first one was Philadelphia, if I want to say so. Yeah, it was Philly. Philadelphia. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to mess up all, like was, every single one of these. It was like
1: Philly, Pittsburgh. Like It started all there. Yeah. It started in New England. And then he made his way, like, literally across. But, like, the most notable thing from the
0: first issue is he's walking across. Everyone's just like, Superman, why are you doing this? He's like, just because I want to. And he's getting followed by all these reporters, and they're just, like, dogging him and everything. And he's just like, listen, like, just just let me do my thing. But you can't let you do your thing because you were in a bright Superman costume walking down the street, and you're basically putting a target on everything. And every time someone questions him, he, they just completely get shut down by Superman. He's like, speaks some kind of philosophical thing, confuses them, and just straight up keeps walking.
1: I'm not going to lie, but that first part when I read that, was like super forced to go, I yeah. just felt like running. <laughs> and it's like, Plato once said, <laughs> stupid is a stupid guy. <laughs> so in the first issue of this one, after he
0: gets slapped in the face... He gets, uh, he picks up a uh, suicide jumper situation, and it pretty much like mirrors that one issue of Grant Morrison's What uh, All-Star Superman, yeah. where like there was someone who's suicidal and Superman came up there and like really helped her out big time. It was just like, listen, I'm gonna be here with you no matter what, and it was a good mirror over there. And he's just like, I'm here for you no matter what. And I was like, whatever decision you make, you can make. And she's like, what if I decide to jump? Will you stop me? Then he stops. She's you gotta i'm not going to tell you anything until you promise that you're not going to stop me if i jump and he's just like i promise and then at the end after everything is resolved and he takes her down and then the fireman was just like yo yeah yeah you weren't really gonna let her jump right and he's
1: just like have a good day officer <laughs> just, just just, just, just to like the longest dramatic beat and he's like eh. uh bye <laughs> Mmm, is those eggs I smell? <laughs> he just walks off to a diner. So
0: the first issue was really just that. And it played off like a big PSA. Like a you see like a one-page PSA of Superman, it's like, like a just start. being like, well, the kids, Let's know. have it. <laughs> it's like a more you know type of situation. And it was like an after school special that went way longer than it should have been. And then we get to issue number two, where he is I think in Detroit, I want to say, and he runs into these illegal aliens. Not like illegal aliens, as in Mexicans, illegal aliens, as they're literal freaking space aliens. And he puts on his best Jew hunter impersonation from *Inglorious Bastards*. And he walks up, is like, "Hmm, what? Excuse me, sir. Uh, I'm hearing something strange. Do you hear something strange?" And he's just like, "Oh no, I don't hear anything." It's almost like, it's almost like you're breathing with gills. <laughs> mind if I see your home? (laughs) They're like, oh no, Superman, you can't do this. But it, like, played out pretty much like the Jew Hunter scene from *Inglorious Bastards, where Superman was putting on his, like, suave, like, hey, yeah, I'm a nice guy, but you're going to let me in, and I'm going to inspect everything that's going on in here.
1: Superman was definitely a jerk in that that issue. Like, that was kind of out of character. Kind of. It was absolutely, like, out of character, which is why the reveal later on that he's got the blues makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. it's just a lot of it when you think you kind of figure out like oh, I know what he's going to do he doesn't he does something different so the fact you think like it's like the, here are these aliens and they're Literal refugees from another planet that are like, you don't understand, our planet is in war. Like, we we, we rescued ourselves. We've got enough
0: gold to make ourselves self sustainable. We can create life for ourselves and everything. Like, all we need
1: is a place to live here, and we don't want to bother anybody or get in any kind of trouble or anything except for that one dude that attacked you because, you know. With a giant
0: mech suit. With
1: a mech suit the size of the
0: house that he jumped down from, like, the second floor. And almost leveled the entire neighborhood.
1: Admittedly, that didn't win him any points in the the fight. It's like, we come in peace. Die, Superman! Damn it, Josh! (laughs) Josh! (laughs) Son of a bitch! (laughs) Told you about this! I told you not to invite him. He would wreck it for all of
0: us. And of course, his name is spelled uh, (laughs) J-apostrophe-aj.
1: There's one in every group. (laughs) J-apostrophe-A-H-S-H. Aj! (laughs) Damn it, (laughs) Josh! So, after Superman, like, destroys him, just he's like... Just go lay on the gold! I was like... He's like, I'd have been a nicer about it, but, you know, getting punched in the face by a mech suit. Not the best way to win yeah. me over that your guys are peaceful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he, he had a right later on, but he was just kind of being a jerk to them. And for someone that's sitting on a fortress of solitude with, like, an entire planet's worth of knowledge... Yeah. And, like, robots... He's awfully like condescending about, like, well, you have technology, you need to share it. I'd be like, Party foul. we know about your shit. Like, like Party foul. Whoa, whoa. Listen, listen, in all fairness,
0: Josh brought up a good point. <laughs> yeah. We know about your Fortress of Solitude I, and all your robots. I don't we know you. about your Lois Lane sex bots. No, that's Luther's. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> that's Luther.
0: That was in the story that parallels the story over in Action Comics. When uh, Lex Luthor uh, took over Action Comics with the Black Lantern ring, or was it Orange Lantern
1: ring? Uh, actually, um, when he got it, he, was, he had a Black Lantern ring, um, but then he found the, he wanted the Orange ring, because yeah, the, a... the way they defeated the Corps is they basically found new recruits in the DC Universe, and Lex got, was the avatar for the Orange Corps, and he saw how much power the ring was, so he wanted one.
0: Which is essentially what is happening in Metropolis, as Superman's going just across the nation, is Lex Luthor is taking over and being a superhero and being damn good at it. But that's not part of this story, damn it. But
1: if it wasn't <laughs> for this story, that wouldn't have happened. Honestly, that was definitely one of the best things about this whole storyline is that since Superman was off mm-hmm. the board, Forrest gumping it his way through the through the nation. Luthor was just
0: like, you know what? I don't hate Superman when he's not around. It's like,
1: let's go ahead and try and make this work. Like, let's go get me more power, but like also do stuff that proves that I'm not a complete tool. Yeah, most of the time. But also, yeah, so also I have a le- Lois sex bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! He had a robot that looks like Lois Lane that looked out for him. You know it was a sex bot. It was
0: a sex bot. <laughs> Total sex bot. <laughs> and Lois Lane was also across this this the country. Like I don't even think she was really following Clark Kent. I almost feel like was there like a Lois Lane backup story running through one of these. I, like uh, one of these uh, I feel like series in- because it seemed like she had a whole separate storyline that was going on that was separate from Action Comics separate from this and it just kind of
1: converged every once in a while I'm not sure if she had something going on in one of the other titles it uh, could have been but uh, I know she didn't have her own series or anything and there definitely wasn't a backdrop but it almost kind of seemed like they had to keep finding like strands to keep her so she wouldn't just be there yeah And then that, but they never picked up those strands really anywhere else, to my knowledge. So, but she was having like a crisis of identity too, which was odd. But I guess it was, it would be because I mean, given how long she was without her husband to suddenly like, oh yeah, he's back. Everything is like, all right. Enjoy your, enjoy your road trip. I'll be, I'll be right here in lingerie if you want (laughs) to
0: hang out or anything. Which is actually a scene that happens, yeah. <laughs> this, where Superman and Lois Lane meet up for a uh, uh, meet cute, <laughs> and they start getting busy, and they're they're just kind of like laying down in bed, and then Superman is like, "Oh, I gotta go." There's I hear something, and he leaves, and then Lois Lane is like, "Are you sure you don't want to stick around for a?" And she turns around, and he's gone as she's undressing, and she's like, "Someday he's gonna know what he's missing, <laughs> by not letting me finish a sentence." <laughs>
1: Which is weird, because you know that even though he's flying, he can still hear what she's yeah. saying. So it's kind of like, Superman is going off with blue balls. Super yeah. blue balls. To his, to, like, poor whatever the other problem is. Like, if it's a bad guy, he's getting knocked out. Well, wasn't that the guy who
0: beat his kid? Yeah. <laughs> Was the one that he went back to? So... On the stop, like, it, it's hard to really talk about this as, like, one continuous story because each one was very segmented, and each one of these had its own stories. So it's like you are getting a lot of different stories that go with this. It just follows, like, the same same thread where he's just going across country. And, like, probably one of the best of this one so far was when he met this kid who wanted Superman to save him from his abusive father and his mama that doesn't love him. And it was really touching. His dad, like, locked him into the basement. And he's just like, what the hell are you doing? Because he was painting a Superman thing. And he, like, I guess tried to rip up the Superman thing. But for whatever reason, it was, like, hanging on his wall. And Superman was just walking down the street. And the kid's, like, crying in his basement because his dad locked him away. And then Superman kind of hears it. And he's just like, huh. Okay, let me go investigate. And then he sees this guy. And just like goes off on them takes the the kids out to get social like a social involvement and stuff like that what is it what's it called I don't know uh, social damn
1: it <laughs> stuck the I word deal word. with these people all the time as a teacher <laughs> social services DCF as we call DCF.
0: it DCF right. social <laughs> services you deal with them a lot too I do <laughs>
1: but DCF I was, and, just, I was waiting to see how long it's going to take you to get yeah, the words. you're sitting
0: there stuff. you smug bitch <laughs> Like, I've got a secret I'm not telling. You're going to have to figure that one out, Nick. But then he takes some RDCF, and then the kid was just like, he was like talking to me. He was just like, well, you know, there's really nothing. We recommend a restraining order to keep him away, but there's no telling that will actually work out so Superman turns over and by the way throughout this whole thing he's been making promises like I'll be coming back
1: Superman is doing his own version of make a wish
0: I'll be coming back I'm coming back for sure I will be here tomorrow every two weeks I will be here that's every single issue he says this and he looks at the kid and he's just like every single day I want you to call this number and I want you to tell me exactly how you are and everything and if if you don't call me one day I'm gonna come back and he looks straight at the dad and he's like I'm gonna fuck you
1: up (laughs) And like the nicest super way possible, it's like
0: I will be back. Then he handed the kid this paper. Then he opened up the paper, and sure enough, the number was five 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 five. And it said JK, uh, real number on the back. And he turned over is eight six seven five three zero nine.
1: Because Superman really didn't want to help out. <laughs> it, it's, it's really bad though, because like literally, the one thing about this like run was that was like. His promises were the only thing that weren't grounded because they were ridiculous. Yeah, like he literally would walk around and it's like, "You're gonna stop stalking that chick. In fact, you're you're, you're gonna leave this town. Like, forget that you have a job and a I house." I need you to keep saying that you will not stalk her for one hour. I will hear it. <laughs> he's, he's holding the dude upside down and he's like, "I have super hearing and I will hear if you're anywhere near her." <laughs> and he's like, "I won't go near her. I won't go near her." So he's like, "And I will be back every time, to- like every once a week to check on you." And he's just, like, he's literally throwing, like, this huge Kryptonian, like, specter of death on, like, all these, like, essential lives. So he's just solving everyone's problems, which is what everyone would want to do or expect a superhero to do. But, like, ridiculous. Because you imagine how little of personal life he must have if he had to get involved. Like, how did he choose amongst all the domestic disputes that were going on in yeah. in one city we're gonna pick that one and like what made them so special like how pissed off must like the other people it's like well yeah so you know my, my, my guy put me in the hospital and killed two of my kids but yeah your kid got smacked around yeah. so you know what was going on next door BTK <laughs> <laughs> were you with all of this yeah so it's like he's Dennis like, Raider so he's just like taking this was wearing
0: women's underwear and murdering people
1: and then he's doing promises that he couldn't even with superhuman powers he couldn't possibly keep because he made at least a half dozen like promises my of checking that my favorite
0: them. one my favorite one was when he came up to the like uh, the neighborhood where they were selling drugs yes and then he's just like you can't come into my house we got uh, you don't got a warrant you don't got a warrant you can't come do all my stuff then he looked around and he's just like well but I do have x-ray vision and I do see your cocaine stash and I do believe it's on fire so Superman straight up burned their damn houses down (laughs)
1: <laughs> like statue fire. I mean, like the And as they ran
0: away to do it, he looked at this little girl and was like, Little girl, I want you to deliver a message to these guys who are super pissed off right now. And will probably try and knife me out of frustration. <laughs> but I want you to deliver this message. And I know they're not going to be angry at you.
1: <laughs> I want you to
0: let them know I'll be back every month on the dot to check in on them. So please let them know, A, don't kill you because you're just the messenger. And B, please fear the Superman. And he shot off, and nothing happened to that girl. I believe it. I believe when she walked up to those I think thugs, they were
1: busy putting out their house <laughs> that were on fire. It'd probably take them a month just to build their house before they can start a meth lab again. Yeah,
0: I bet that girl was just like, you know what? I'm young and naive, but I'm not fucking stupid. I'm not talking to them.
1: <laughs> like I think they got the hit. <laughs> I I I actually I pictured it going a different way. I pictured like them leaving and the little girl going like I got weed. (laughs) (laughs) I got no competition. I got weed. Just like grabs scissors and starts cutting open
0: the bottom of her teddy bear and starts pulling out some primo shit.
1: (laughs) Breaking bad in this bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I am your Eisenberg now. I'm the one who knocks. (laughs) I am the one who knocks. (laughs) trick tree <laughs> Comes back once a month, little girl. It's all the drugs gone, yelp. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Smoked them all. <laughs> or what about the fact that Superman burned all the drugs so the entire fucking neighborhood got smoked out?
1: <laughs> they were breathing in cocaine fumes. <laughs> so yeah, he literally just used his powers like every which way, but it didn't make any, sen- any sense. Other than the fact that he was using his powers with an angry bend. Like, that That was clear. Which is, again, something that goes <clears> hand-in-hand <throat> hand with people that are depressed. So, instead of trying to, like, motivate people, he was intimidating the hell out of everybody. And making promises that there's no way he kept. Thank God New 52 came around. He's just like, Poof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't remember my origin, but those promises are it's gone! Like, Damn, I gotta
0: thank Barry. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is... Barry, the New 52, just got rid of the 52 promises I got! <laughs>
0: I got 99 problems with the promises I made in Superman number 700 to
1: 71481. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: Poof, they don't <laughs> exist. The DC universe is only 5 years old. Oh. <laughs> cool.
1: I think that was probably their biggest <clears throat> biggest mistake is to actually not like most times when you write con, you you try to update it like initially Spider-Man dealt with Vietnam. And then we switched it up to like, you know, um, freaking the Gulf War was like, what was the issue that was going on? Um, biggest problem, and they were they had been following that formula, but this problem is they actually gave them a date. Like, superheroes have been active for only like five years, and that means that. But we kept two of our titles exactly as is because they were selling like hotcakes.
0: So, for those of you confused, Bruno's on a New Fifty Two tear right now. I am. <laughs> we'll get there, Bruno. I'm sorry. In due time, we will do New Fifty Two. In fact, are I think you sure?
1: Because we... DC might just retcon this episode out of existence.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've retconned a few of our episodes <laughs> out of existence too, but. Getting back to it, that that little boy story was actually the last one that Straczynski actually wrote and scripted himself. Because after that, we had Chris Robertson jump in, but not before we had two fill-ins by G Willow Wilson, she who created Kamala Khan yep. of Miss Marvel, she who is a modern like like comic book writer hero. Like people look up to her big time as like one of the the best. And then she had these two fill-ins. One of them a meet cute with Lois Lane, yep. which. Kind of was immediately retcon the next one, yeah. Because it's like nothing mattered in there. It was just like Lois Lane going back and seeing like hanging out with his sorority sisters, and then the next one was Perry White realizing his business is going out, and then really nothing was ever picked up from those again. The mm-hmm. only notable thing from that though, and it fits perfect with this podcast, is it had the worst fillin art I have ever seen. Yeah, it looked like it, it was bad. It looked like a Top Cow rejects, like Top Cow fillin arts. Like, Top Cow, known for having some good artists that come out from time to time, but most of all, it is, like, these really bad Michael Turner and J. Scott Campbell impressionists, and they have, like, the weird colors that go with it, too, almost yeah. like they're trying to be, like, Mike Mayhew-ish, but it just doesn't work, no. and you're like, oh, man, this is this is not appealing to the eyes, and then when it get back gets back to the main story, you see Straczynski back up again, and then Roberson's underneath, and you're like, huh? Well, that's because Straczynski found out that they were going to retcon the whole thing. He said, fuck this. (laughs) He jumped off it. Not again. No. No, I can't go through this one more time. I can't go through one more day of this. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really funny, too, because in the last issue that Straczynski wrote, he even dropped a brand new day reference. (laughs) He was just like, yep, it's going to be a brand new day. (laughs) And then he's just like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like who who told Straczynski we were doing this? <laughs> so he leaves and he sees, Str- but like he they keep Straczynski still on top billing, which is strange when you figure out like what Chris Roberson wrote later. He's just like, yeah, like Straczynski got top billing, but literally the only thing he plotted for me was Superman goes here in this issue, Superman goes yeah, here in yeah, this, this issue. And it was just a list he of a places that I needed to go. Superman. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And then everything else Chris Roberson came up with, so it was just like, "Well, you have a right to be bitter because apparently Straczynski's still getting like
1: a good amount of your paycheck for writing these." Superman goes to Los Angeles. That'll be two million (laughs) dollars. Son of a bitch! (laughs) What's my cut?
0: Two hundred million? No. Pennies. Pennies. <laughs> the two whole dollars. Got two you got a Jackson. You know, you got a Jefferson in your pocket.
1: <laughs> oh. But yeah,
0: so Chris Roberson comes in and you think like after the last couple issues of Really Bad Fillin' art, you're like, Okay, Eddie Barrows is coming back too, but no, we get another really bad fillin' art. And not only that, but it's like one of the more offensive portrayals of Lois Lane because she looks like she's like a street hooker. That's like adventuring in like a 1970s sexploitation movie, like Caged Heat type of thing. And she just looks so far out of it. And she's just hanging out with like this one guy who's tailing her and getting everything. But not only was she so out of sorts look that looking like that, but <clears throat> after Superman kind of solves the issue, he looks back at her. And he, like, threatens her not to run a story because it would hurt the livelihood of everyone in there. And he, like, grabs her wrist, straight up grabs her wrist, like, angry boyfriend style, and just, like, no, you're not, Lois. You're not going to run this story. These people need to live in this thing, even though it's poisoning everything.
1: And what's really weird is he had enough power, like, even just saying he's Superman, that he could have easily found out, like, if they were doing that. And also he has enough power as super you know, how many other times in the other issues like when they got in a fight with the drunken super powered town redneck oh
0: yeah and that's he right.
1: fixed the entire town by borrowing like pillars from like a truck that was passing by and he's like oh the insurance will take care of it Mm-mm. but like he couldn't figure out like hey flash and like firestorm how about you come check this town out and see if we can update these things? Let's
0: figure out the chlorine situation.
1: And see if we can make it, like, more hospitable to live here so that this livelihood can work. It wouldn't take that much if it was really, like... He had been doing a whole lot more for a whole lot less good causes. Like, he's threatening deadbeat dads to paying up alimony and stuff like that. But he couldn't come through <clears throat> for the town to, like, fix their pollution. Yeah. like
0: Which, honestly, we actually kind of skipped over that part, which is... The major villain of this entire arc was born out of like 703 when Trzewinski like introduced the uh, the sunstone. Yeah. Was it the sunstone?
1: It was it was it was a, it was a sunstone. Yeah, yeah. Like A Kryptonian.
0: Um, <clears throat> so after New Krypton blew up, all these artifacts start falling towards Earth, which is kinda, a, something that gets picked up here and there. I mean, it's kind of like
1: like the whole thing that happened with Smallville. Just like the series, it's like anytime a Krypton blows up, refuge goes from there, and that includes technology <clears throat> and stuff. In this case an artifact landed two kids picked it up took it to their hot
0: teacher and their hot teacher like liked. was
1: looking at it and just happened to go ahead and do so as superman is walking by and it never explicitly stayed until the end just what happened i mean for all intents purposes we thought like she was possessed by a criminal from the phantom zone yeah. um it <clears throat> could, which honestly would have made a lot more sense yeah it could have been anything that would have been like in there it could have been like the Brainiac AI I thought that was going to be Brainiac
0: AI or
1: or something that was relegated to like what was in the sunstone we've seen it time and time again so the
0: very first thing she does with this power she goes to a bar she seduces the town drunk and gives the town drunk powers to beat up Superman Yeah, and then that kind of kicks off this whole story it's just like well wherever Superman goes there's going to be destruction because people always want to come out and get them and that's kind of where we pick up with uh, the Chris Roberson run where it's just like oh shoot like
1: people are like yelling at him in a park credit where credit's due though he does tie that loophole back at the in the very last issue where he explains that because superman's prone to depression the sunstone magnified and altered because it, it was still linked to him it magnified and altered his perception and made things more negative than they were so they had, there was a panel where a girl comes up to him and is like you're our hero and it was the same one that after the, like the town was like you're a gun you're a menace yeah. like you're a weapon to be feared that was literally his fears being thrown back in his face which is really weird because that means that like he was not like tied into what was going on in reality so like how jarring must it have been for that person you're our hero alright I'll leave now
0: <laughs> Fine. <laughs> like, what'd you do to Superman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did the Homer Simpson back up into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like it it, it. it was really funny because he didn't. Um, he wasn't understanding what was going on. Everyone was actually happy to see him, but he was <clears> so <throat> in his like depression cloud that he was just like, "Oh, this they hate me and they, like, yeah. I'm a danger to them."
0: Yeah, because a one woman had to stand up and say it. But yeah, so that kind of gets picked up and run through Chris Roberson. But what's really interesting about Chris Roberson's run, because the only guidance he got was, hey, Superman has to visit here. Superman stops spending time in In these cities. Yeah. And it's really like, I think one of the first one that really kicks this one off. Is like he's at an archaeological dig. He's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, we found this artifact." And all of a sudden, there's a Superman signal, in the sky in ultra red, free, ultra violet frequencies is like, "I'm the only one that can see this." And he just fucks Futs off. Up. It's
1: like, "I gotta go." He goes to a
0: place and he starts talking to Batman. He's like, "Yeah, remember that time we were like Tibet?" <laughs> like, he's having a, a little
1: powwow with Batman Isn't for like tired? a here untofold like story of pre Batman and pre Superman. Which, by the way, was was so against continuity because it's like, so you're telling me that this wouldn't have stuck stuck out when you guys met each other in costume for the first time? Yeah, like there's the dude that can lift boulders that was a reporter from it, and uh, that's the dude that released a bunch of bats into, like, come yeah. on. <laughs>
0: It was like, Batman, Superman, this story could have been told in two panels. They brought in Vandal Savage for no reason. And he did nothing other he than, did than nothing like, other I than
1: have immortal cancer all my! <laughs> me. <I need." laughs> it's okay, it will be retcons soon. Just wait till they invented mortal chemo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so that was another
0: waste of everything. And, like, then ba- Superman goes back, and he's, like, in Ohio, and he's just like, there's nothing really leading up to it. It opens up with, Superman, here's the key to the city. And all least? of a sudden, Superman's like, wait, <laughs> something's going on in Metropolis. And he leaves to go to Metropolis to fight Livewire. And then it's like he's in Ohio long enough for the caption to
1: say, Ohio. I mean, you gotta give him credit. At least he tied up storylines. Like they were like Batman was like, I just bought that mountain so they can keep digging here all they want. Yeah. It was, like, it was like just like little throw line. Like, By the way, Superman, everything.
0: my advice, get yourself a company.
1: Yeah. A company of Superman. <laughs> uh, yeah. I used to do this by myself. Yeah, yeah, when did Su- I've got a lot of them going on. When did Batman become like Bat-bro? Yeah. When, like, like he came back and he's like... Well, yeah. he came back from the
0: dead. Yeah, he really. clawed his way back up from Grant Morrison's run through the yeah. final crisis and but everything. But every one of the books- Then when he came back, and he was just like, Hey, you know what? I've got Batman everywhere. He turned into like a used car salesman or like a... Uh, so you get a Batman. You
1: Africa gets a Batman. The Batman. Hey, Japan! <laughs> I see you all in it, <laughs> But it's like, it was really weird because in all the other stories, he just came back more determined to make the world a better place. But like in this one, he was just like, hey, look, I've got Batman everywhere. Guess what?
0: Bought a mountain.
1: Yeah. Don't have
0: to worry about it. Go on to your next city. It's fine.
1: <laughs> it's right, I got this.
0: But then the most baffling one was when he went to, I think this place in Nebraska or Oklahoma or whatever, and there were tornadoes, there was a flood, and the teacher that is like, got to Hard on for just wanting to destroy Superman because the Sunstone is just like,
1: ooh, it's filling her with such bad. Uh, Oh, we didn't mention that. So when she picked up the stone as it's discovered, instead of like being possessed by an AI or something cool, no, the stone uh, actually magnified.
0: Superman's Uh, depression depression and And it made her angry because
1: it was an interrogation stone so it's supposed to take the memories from a Kryptonian and send it to another Kryptonian's mind because that's how Kryptonians operate but instead it sent it to a human mind so it basically broke her
0: yeah and it started off, like, the most useless series of just, like, the teacher showing up and shaking her fist. My just, like, God. in the background. Yeah, she was really, like, like... She's standing on top of a van in the middle of a flood. Like, cuss
1: you, Superman. It's like, oh, no, you weren't supposed to fight that tornado. She, she literally became, like... Like every Skeletor meme on the planet. Yeah. Superman. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like really. Wait till we meet next time in our next destination. It's like I set you up for an impossible choice. You were supposed to either choose like save the people from flooding, let the hurricanes, uh, the tornadoes happen. But then this Wonder Woman bitch shows up. Yeah, this Woman of Wonder showed (laughs) up. If only we had a name for her, (laughs) because nobody remembers her because she's wearing pants. (laughs) That's what it came down to. Wonder Woman was, I was an so confused. And nobody knows who she is.
0: I was so confused when Wonder Woman showed up just out of nowhere. She's like talking to one of her Amazonian sisters. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I need to go speak with him for whatever reason. I don't know. And then Superman's flying back and he's like, huh, I probably should know this person, but I have no idea who she is. And it turns out, as we mentioned way, way earlier, just like for a little bit, Jay Michael Straczynski retcon like, Wonder Woman out of continuity into a, like, like, new the character. the gods came rest. and wiped her, yeah.
1: her storyline. Kind of like what they're doing with Rebirth. Someone came and altered her storyline, but she was able to remember some of it. Oh, yeah. And kind of rediscovering herself. So the
0: thrust was Superman, who, like, come on, totally banged her.
1: At least at some point. In at the least
0: sometimes, like, when Lois Lane was, like, him and an, were kind of, like, having a separation moment and stuff. But they just, like, he's like, who is she? And it, I think it is because of the pants. Like, I, I was like that was like the first time she ever wore pants. Is it the new pants. costume that's thrown it off? Like I know Clark Kent takes the glasses off. He's Superman. He puts the glass back on. No one knows who he is. I'm telling you, if
1: Wonder f- Woman puts on pants for one encounter, and everyone's just like, "Who is that woman of wonders? I, I'm telling you, if she fought a villain and her pants got ripped off, I'm like Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was you. <laughs> Click puts pants. I'm running these on, on a daily. Stuff. Planet. <laughs> yeah. Where'd she go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god she does the laundry and all of a sudden you're like where'd Diana go if you ever want to find out how messed up DC's continuity is go ahead and just google Wonder Woman's existence um I counter that with a Hawkman no see Hawkman already was just bad because, like, they they just tie tie too many... But Wonder ones. Woman's, like, origins. one of the
0: marquee characters. But
1: Wonder Woman... The a, Trinity. But see, here's the thing. Because Hawkman, you can at least make sense of it. Because they had the Earth Hawkman. Mm-hmm. And then they had Hawkman from Thanagar. And at some point, they're like, We want to just make this the same character. Because it's the same freaking character. Just one has space guns, and the other one has a mace. This has always been Wonder Woman. She's always been on Earth.
0: She's always snapped necks in the middle of a big crossover event. Causing that self-contained series to branch out and do a crossover with three other series that were not tied to it originally. Yo. Yes, we're talking about OMAC Project. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Wonder Woman, Action Comics, Superman. It was like a... F- fuck it. <laughs> I hate that so much. No, it, it, it's just so bad that they... Con- I don't mind that Wonder Woman snapped his neck. I hate that they took that as an opportunity to not progress it at all.
1: Well, because she had
0: and made, tie it into
1: essentially like four others. St- they had nothing series. to do. Like Wonder Woman had nothing going on. I mean, look at her history. She has a great rogues gallery. People remember like two of her rogues. Egg Egg food? <laughs> That's actually <laughs> one of her rogues. But no, like everyone is like, oh, Cheetah. And if you watch the Super Friends Giganta, which isn't even really like a rogue, as in so much so like everyone's once in a while is like giant angry at her. That's it. Like no one even knows Giganta's freaking origin. Like literally her she is the underdog of the DC universe and it's just because every once in a while they have a storyline and then they're just like, oh, fuck it, we're going to do something better. Yeah.
0: and then her storyline was so messed up that even Superman was just like, I can't even bother to remember this shit right now. Just like, let me deal with this tornado. And they team up for as long as it takes for Wonder Woman to get, like, and thrown spied. by the teacher yeah. and then she disappears.
1: Well, that was it. And then, like, I, it was supposed to be, I think the the point of that was a red herring because it was like, one of which we'll get to award later. Oh yeah, it was
0: a uh, there's a woman that's going to be very uh, like inspired he, he, by your actions today. So we need to drop you off right here.
1: And then it, you you think it was Wonder Woman, but it was actually uh, someone else. which We'll get to also We'll get to. Wonder we don't want to spoil
0: everything just yet. But it But was, yeah, so like the teacher's always in the background shaking her fist even in Metropolis where she shouldn't have been really. And then Superman shows up to to fight Livewire by lo- trapping her inside the uh, the blue Superman suit, finally giving it a good use. But finally giving it a good use and then a better redesign when she was just like, "You know what? I need a thunderbolt right here." It's just and, like knocks it down. But we also got some of the worst jokes in that issue,
1: yeah,
0: which I think itself is super noteworthy, which one of them was just like, "Superman came and was like, Livewire, I thought you turned over a new leaf." And she's like, "Yeah, how about this then? Leave, Leave me, me alone." They 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 ghost for, uh, hired Ron Zimmerman to write the jokes. Yeah, <laughs> and then Jimmy Olsen takes her down by grounding her with a key like Ben Franklin did, and it's like to the kite.
1: It's like, no, that's what I call grounded. Yeah, you're grounded, Livewire. I'm like, who are, who are you? <laughs> well, I mean, on the plus side, they did have Jimmy deliver that line. Yeah, which like spot on characterization for like the guy that's still rocking bow ties yeah like in that the time Tucker break. Carlson of the uh <laughs> the DC universe so at least they kept that going but yeah it was just really cheesy dialogue for those issues and it doesn't get better cause what was it next issue super fanboy that like yeah just uber like close hey he's like listen I know Superman better than you Clark Kent so, yeah, forget that you're just like bad-mouthing Superman you don't even know it but like just on the pure thing it's like hey you're Clark Kent I really like you hey, is this title a joke just picks up the computer starts reading it yeah this like bullshit I'm like you're a writer like smack him he's like yeah. that, that's your work <laughs> like how do you know he's not gonna plagiarize that listen Lois Lane knows Superman better than you but she's not here right now so I let's just, just, like, just walk like,
0: around the street and ask a bunch of people how Superman is and we get like one page splashes of a bunch of like, like literally takes references. like
1: survey says yeah it's like, hi, would you like, do you have a second for a survey? No, it's not about animals. It's yeah. fine.
0: But yeah, that's like the issue. It, it's the penultimate issue. It's like right after, or was it before? Like there was like a weird crypto story, which is really good. Kurt Busiek uh, and Rick Leonardi wrote it, but yeah. it was like super not part of the, the grounded storyline. And they even said so in there. It was just like, hey, sorry guys, it's taken so long. Uh, What really took long is Eddie Barrows got poached to do Nightwing (laughs) for the New 52. So they were like running on a skeleton crew of just like whatever. And like that whole issue with Superman, like Clark Kent, like giving up being Superman. It's just like, does the world need a Superman? No. And he calls Connor Superboy and Kara uh, Supergirl over to a field and looks them dead in the eye and says... I think I've decided to quit being Superman and then undresses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these kids are like looking at him like what? And he's just like, I just I I want you to do the same thing too. And he's taking off his boots, and I almost wanted him just to look at me like, go ahead, take it off. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Do it, you too, undress for me. <laughs> do it. Let's all give up being su- super people. Yeah. You, Kara, give up being super people. Right. Now. Extra slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it gets she's like you're my cousin <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's what i'm titling
1: this video when i upload it, 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 it yeah. <laughs> you can go right up there with the superman and wonder woman porno yes that's a continuity thing
0: oh you mean the one that happened right after the man of steel relaunch with
1: sleaze that no, was big Zarda, wasn't it Oh, you're right, you're Superman right. Superman right. and big, big Zarda. Idea. Right, right, I'm sorry. It wasn't Wonder Woman. <laughs> the porno. Now we get to find out why she's called Big Zarda. <laughs> yeah. I, and the, the, the villain was called Sleaze. Like, like, they weren't even trying.
0: That was John Byrne at his best.
1: <laughs> He's like, well,
0: new continuity, what do we want to do? First of all, let's go ahead. Lex Luthor, businessman.
1: Superman, porn star.
0: Porn <laughs>
1: star. <laughs> We're going to put that super in that man. (laughs) (laughs) Big Zara, backdoor blonde. Oh, my God.
0: But, yeah, they made made some really messed up decisions. But, uh, yeah, it's just like the whole issue was just like some guy walking around and reminding Superman that he is Superman. Yeah. And then they must have dropped throughout this entire series like truth Justice, in the american way like four times per issue almost to the point where it's like a drinking game yeah they had to get over with and when it finally came to the final issue where they had the showdown with the teacher and they went to seattle to save lois lane from the 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 evil teacher that kidnapped her then again they keep up the streak of just not spending any time in the city because immediately they open up a lightning door where I think the, the legion of superhuman men or something like that were and then kicked her through and was just like listen I don't want to fight you you don't want to fight me but I can take a punch tell me what the hell's going on and then it's revealed that the sunstone was actually leeching off of his depression it was driving her insane and then Superman was just like I know I can never take the depression away but there's one thing I can do to counteract it
1: and truth, justice and the American way baby no <laughs> no, no! <laughs> He says that later. <laughs> but he wraps
0: his hands around the sunstone while she's still holding it. He goes, I give you hope.
1: <laughs> just like that. Question mark. I give you hope. Hope.
0: And then she's just like, okay, I got it. And then it turns out that she was actually like a superhuman being that was the, oh, fuck, we never even talked about that. Did no, we, we didn't. we we'll was talking about ones. it in a minute so we're coming down to it like it, it's over really that's it yeah that's it superman goes in and does it uh, you get like a little bit of a wrap-up or superman and lois lane he doesn't even apologize for almost snapping a wrist back in like
1: nebraska you could just sum it up with superman walks messes with a bunch of people helps a bunch of people deals with depression truth justice the american way bam done
0: <laughs> and, and somewhere along the middle like he talks to flash about reading comics and he, he talks to the Batman two, two, two about... Two different Batman. His Yeah, two different Batman. And he talks to Bruce Wayne Batman about his, like, uh, foreign exchange student, <laughs> like, adventures. But with that being said, we're going to go into our awards. And we got to keep this one quick now because this one went a little bit longer than usual because this was 12 issues. Each one had almost a different story to it. And we still didn't even scratch the surface and all this stuff. So, first award we're giving, Grounded, is... The writing checks your ass can't cash. And that goes to all of Superman's promises.
1: The 52 promises. (laughs) The 52 promises that he made. And to me, it was just like, whew. Let's just go over some of the highlights. All right. So he stopped the stalker. He helped um, a boy from an abusive father. Um, He went ahead and uh, found a home for those aliens because he ran into some dude who used to work at the factory i was in i think it was in detroit or pittsburgh mm-hmm. um, it was in detroit okay and yeah that they'd been abandoned because all the car jobs had been pushed overseas little politics right there and so instead he gets those aliens Is like you guys have all this technology and all this healing stuff you're gonna open up new clinics and you're gonna trade with the with the u.s government and they're gonna fast track your visas to stay here as long as you provide them all this stuff. So basically, like, Superman just created a monopoly in the medicine market. Good job. Yep. <laughs> um, what else was there? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, think that's... Because that was, cause that was, was only the,
0: Straczynski stuff where I he made those, the
1: promises. Yeah, I think and that's And every the single one. issue
0: he made a promise. He was just
1: like, ooh, just wait till I come home. It's like, his phone must be blowing up all the time. Yeah, he just, like, has a
0: different number he's got one of his superman droid bots like in the fortress of solitude just like oh yeah yeah, he's got
1: super burner phones yeah (laughs) he
0: does. and now we're gonna go into our second award which was all bets are off award which this being like the last story that they told like in the old continuity like they kind of instead of going the route of having their whatever happened the man of tomorrow moment where they were like let's have a classic thing they were just like you know what Chris Robertson just saw a chance. Balls to the wall. (laughs) I'm going to make something from my childhood canon. And what was
1: that, Bruno? All right. Well, if you've ever, ever read any kids' books uh, about DC, you've probably come across this. Or just even on the internet. Uh, Lex Luthor stole 40 cakes. He did? He did. That was 40 uh, four times ten, and it was terrible. <laughs> that's the actual passage that you see, and he's wearing the old school, like, Legion of Doom jumpsuit, with, like, the purple and the freaking green pants, and he's pulling a cart. He's with, got his man purse, too. Yeah, and he's pulling a cart that's got, like, they don't even look like cakes. They, they look like somewhere between, like, radioactive containers and like pies pies like they're not even they're like closed off pies it's like kind of fancy in the restaurant but they're green and like radioactively colored green so it's weird because I don't know what kind of pies you want but I don't want to eat them but uh yeah so Superman shares a story with the Flash about the days when Superman was in detention reading comic books Featuring Iron Monroe Which I still say Was only put there So that you knew That Iron Monroe Was a character That it does in DC Universe When he shows up Like the next issue
0: Yeah Um Which is another thing Where uh, Chris
1: Robertson is just like Fuck it 40 cakes Iron Monroe right? I'm going out big Yeah So they freaking He goes like Yeah I was in detention And in comes this Bratty guy With the red hair By the name of Lex Luthor Because apparently He's in my school And he's like He just got in trouble For stealing 40 cakes Because he could <laughs> That's and what, that was literally what he did. And then, like, Superman's like, Well, I'm here because, uh, I mean, I, I technically was skipping class, but not really. I was kind of saving everything. He was like, he, he was, like Saving a, f- uh, like, putting out a fire that he heard, like, two towns over, but he couldn't tell them that. So he's like, I'm just in detention. And Luther's like, You in detention because you're a sucker. Yeah. You tell me you didn't cut class and you're still in detention? Man, I stole those cakes and I'm still leaving and walked out the door. And he got really <laughs> close
0: to Superman's ear and whispered, Bitch. <laughs>
1: I may lose my head, but I still got my balls! <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then our next award goes to the Substitute of the Year Award, which goes to whoever filled in for this teacher that just decided, after she touched the Moonstone, to just go across country and chase Superman a, and do nothing but wave her fist a, and try
1: and snap Lois <laughs> Lane's neck. A better issue would have been just, like, her storyline, like, the teacher that filled in. Where is this crazy Yeah! <laughs> Like, because you knew something had to be up with her because no teacher could afford all the trips that she took following Superman going, damn you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, well, we come to find out, I guess now is a good... Oh, as, as, well, actually, no. That, we'll say that for the Golden Colonel. We'll, we'll break up and explain just yep. why. So the Golden Colonel. So this series,
0: not the best. I won't say it's bad. I will say that it was very uneven, and most of that is due to the fact that... Uh, was just straight up like hit the ejection button before that. But even b- when he was on, it felt like it was like a really sappy like uh, after school PSA type of I mean, thing. We've all that started g- to show some promise, and then went off the rails as soon as he was gone. I mean, we've all agreed that it would have been better
1: as a, just his own separate. I feel miniseries. like if it was
0: like a five or six issue miniseries. I would have been okay with that. Just like Superman dealing with the depression from the fallout or just like sign of its own thing, like a contained thing before it jumped into the Superman. It, just,
1: it wasn't a worthy follow-up considering it's like, you're okay, so a planet uh, full of Kryptonians just blew up and yeah, some of the, most of them are in the Phantom Zone, but at least a couple of them are hinted to be on Earth mm. and no follow-through on like are they there? Or I'm <coughs> looking for them. No, I'm just going to walk because I need to take time to reconnect with the average guy but you're freaking Superman and nothing he did during that time was average like he could have done the whole thing as Clark Kent he walked around as freaking Superman that's not exactly taking the average path so going back and having him like this whole storyline is just not a great follow-up because of the fact that not a lot of it makes sense it wasn't as engaging as what just happened it felt and the fact that it went on for 12 issues
0: no 14 issues 14 issues 15 if you count 700 yeah but yeah it was i mean well well the storyline i'm sure it ran into lateness issues too because like they did have fill-ins and stuff
1: and i mean you saw that because when it starts with it started off with a continuity of dick grayson still being batman and then by the end of it when batman shows up it's bruce oh and then like they throw in line like oh well since you've been back like you know yada 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 mm-hmm. and you're like oh it's not dick anymore it's bruce cool
0: yeah but through all this unevenness through everything there was one golden kernel that stuck out and that was the fortress of solidarity so in uh one issue actually the issue where it was a 707 where they were introduced at the end so at yeah. the end of that one after lois lane is dressed like she's like a penny hooker just like hanging around in a cornfield and like spying on this company. like because
1: and, and Superman's like don't if you want this story. You want that stay, fucking story? Yeah, don't, you that fucking story. Oh, oh. You smack your eyeball straight at your damn face, bitch. Bangs <laughs> into the moon loads and I'm Superman, I can do yeah. that shit.
0: <laughs> I'll take you up there myself. You won't survive because you can't breathe space air. You know who can? Me! <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, she's like, fuck it, I do what I want. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can do, I can, I can, I can uh, hide in the bushes and spy on any corporate with this hot body, right? And then at the end of it, he's just like, fuck that bitch, and he turns around, and all of a sudden there's like this big portal that opens up, and these supermen from the future come out, and they're like, I would like you to come with me.
1: Kind of like superhuman, like, show witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the superhuman Hare Krishnas come with us.
0: I saw what you did back there. It took a lot of balls to to break up with humanity. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Let's go this
1: way. So they go into it, and the
0: next issue opens up with a thing called the Fortress of Solidarity. And there's this uh, 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 bunch of superhumans that actually Superman had... Uh, Inspired, And there's like a gorilla one and they're in this place and they say, you have the Fortress of Solitude. In fact, we all have a Fortress of Solitude. But this right here is the Fortress of Solidarity where all of us come to kind of commiserate and share stories and be with one another. And that is like... It's like the
1: Superman bar in the alternate dimension.
0: Yeah, it really is. And for the life of me, I don't understand how this was never picked back up post 52 or even during rebirth like this feels like something that if anything the only thing that robertson like contributed aside from the 40 pies that should be something that is like part of superman canon is this fortress of solidarity and it just never can came back Which up again but i just sh- want to make sure you gave it a do because it's such a good idea
1: it was it was so great because it's like at this time if you think about it like <clears throat> all the cosmic and superman kind of falls from time to time in the cosmic uh, arena. So you have like Green Lantern. Not only were the Green Lantern mythos expanding, but now you had the Wars of Lights going on. So you had all these different cores with all these new members. And to know that somewhere like across all dimensions in time is this like. Uh, fortress where all supermen are coming together and they even like jokingly start referring to like supermen that you kind of want to see it's like yeah it's like wow i have inspired all these people it's like not just these people there's a lot of this is like our as big as this place is and like it looked like you could fit like the fortress of solitude and the bat (laughs) cave together in that room and you'd still have space it's like it doesn't fit all of our members we got uh our uh, superstar that's a sentient uh galaxy that protects the milky way mm-hmm. we've got uh, supercilia it's a one celled organism that protects like um, single celled life and then we've got super ego it's like essentially it's a good living good idea and it just kind of makes everyone collectively feel good and he doesn't usually take physical form so it's just like all these kind of characters are like I'd like to see that I'd like yeah. see what like a super ego would look like and it, w- it would have been a really great thing and they're just like no nah, all we're gonna do is tie it to the storyline because it turns out that the teacher that was um
0: that actually at the end of that one in the middle of uh, issue 708 the uh the lead super woman person yes yeah, we need to go back to Nebraska. there's someone here that you need to see because she's going to be inspired by you and it turned out it was the teacher who was like shaking her fist from top of like a van, and never even like interacted with Superman in this one. She literally just like wiped the floor with Wonder Woman, and that was it for her story in that. So it was just like, that woman that was inspired was me. I was that girl.
1: And it turns out that when he unleashed <clears throat> all of the hope inside himself and broke the sunstone apart, he did two things. One is uh, he instilled within her all this hope because the sunstone had not only altered her mind but had also connected her to superman both physically and psychically so she was able to find out where he was at so that's how she always was able to show up and shake her fist and come up with these plans but she was also able to warp the way he was viewing things so that he would start seeing things more negatively and letting the depression win um but when he broke through all that he instilled in her hope but she still kept her powers so uh, even though he rushed for the hospital, she eventually starts and forms this, what they, I, I think they actually wound up calling it the Super Super Squad of America, which seems kind of weird considering they exist outside of space and time, but yeah. that was the name that they started with because that, that was a uh, team that they were trying to build that also got kind of just dropped around New 52. Um, one of the many. Yeah.
0: One of the many.
1: But <clears throat> turns out she was the one that led over because all the hope made her become, you know, a superhero, essentially. And also, when the Sunstone exploded, apparently, although this part didn't make any sense, because it exploded inside the still room where where they were at um, when they opened up the lightning door, it traveled through time. And there's different, like, takeaways of, like, other heroes. Like, uh... It wasn't Super Chief, but the the guy with the freaking...
0: It It was called Super Chief.
1: No, the Super Chief was the one that got a watch. There was a dude that was... That had it worn, and uh, like they'd mentioned, like part of, like the diamond that he had, it was like a Native American style superhero with a buffalo head. Forgot what his name was.
0: So there were two Native American superheroes.
1: There's more than one than Native one. American. Super- Dang, dude! Not in American comics. <laughs> Dang, dude! They exist. Like they're, they're drawn to look Hispanic, but they're Native American. Uh. <laughs> but no, they like the crystals would split off and like find their way to different people. So what people thought were random crystals that were giving them power like his with the the dude who's basically gained the ability to charge and wore a ram's head um was actually from krypton so krypton like even beyond creating this super uh, human society that meets at the fortress of solitude that sunstone filled with all his hope was dispersed throughout time giving people bouts of power yeah. and they all not realizing that it would have been credited to superman they just thought like oh here's a mystical crystal that we found that's, that energized me with power <clears throat> so it opened up the idea that Superman's legacy goes far beyond just himself and this is what made him say it's like, must there always be a Superman yeah because he constantly does what he needs to do and he brings out the right in people mm-hmm. didn't yep. really do anything to deal with his depression mind you yeah. but he just kind of got over his identity crisis of like should I still be a superhero? Yeah, that was actually part of it too. It's like you can't get over your depression.
0: You just have to live with it, type of thing. That's what Batman tells
1: him. And you know it's bad when Batman is the guy that comes to you with like device on like advice on how to cope with grief. He's like, listen, Clark. He was like, listen, Bruce, we go back away as you can drop the accent.
0: Okay, listen, Clark!
1: <laughs> right? It's like
0: you do you don't get over depression, you just have to live with it.
1: It's like, all right, so I'll put on a cowl and dress as a, what, what are people scared of nowadays, Trump? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that brings us to an end of what we were just talking about right now, the Grounded Story arc. Straczynski, it was the big welcome back Superman that he immediately just fucked off and did whatever the hell he wanted to. <laughs> and it covered 700 through 714 with a couple fill-ins here and there, Straczynski, Roberson, Barrows And I think Jamal Eagle came in for the last two issues. Um, And we want to leave off on a very, very positive note about, like, why should you buy this series? Now, Bruno, what is one thing about this that you cherished and you wish that you would,
1: everyone here would experience it the same way you did? Um, Let's see. The thing that I probably cherished (laughs) the most... Honestly, I, I really liked Superman's interactions with them, uh, with like some of the people. Not necessarily like the Aliens one, that one didn't really sit well with me, but just how much of a presence he was to all the, the people in there. I mean, if you take away Superman's pouting, woe is me you really did get an idea that, like, in spite of the fact that there was a whole planet full of Kryptonians that was at war with America, everyone's still like, we love Superman. Like, this guy can do no wrong. And this is why he's our hero. Uh, and he's going around. And people are literally, like, throughout the whole time, like, it's it's not something that's even focused on, but, like, people are like, Superman's coming this way. And they're all, like, dropping what they're doing to, like, try to catch a glimpse of him. And Yeah. And I think, like, that speaks volumes. It's like he is kind of... He's what I'd imagine a celebrity should be, because he's actually doing things to help people, and he got fame and a credit for it, but he's not sitting there and coasting on it. Yeah. He continues to try to do better.
0: Just like, what was it Lois Lane said? It was just like, that's what I love about you. You're Superman, and every time you look in the mirror, you don't see yourself as the story. Yeah. Like, you don't see a story every time you look in the mirror. And that's kind of like what the whole thing's about. The, the thing, the reason I would want you to buy this is so you could see exactly what happens when a creator just stops giving any shits (laughs) goes off script and just does whatever the heck they want to do. And I wish Chris Roberson was a better writer, honestly, because we could have seen some really, really amazing things, but you could tell like he just disregarded almost anything that was told to him editorially. And he was just like, well, the world's ending. So I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go ahead and like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm going to be in Ohio just long enough to, to leave it. Luther ate those 40 cakes and he just, like, had moments like that all the way. Now, a good thing that happened from it was this Fortress of Solidarity.
1: I, I will But then we
0: got to see all those other things where it's just like, you know what? What if, what if some Superman nerd just kind of took Clark Kent around and... Like, interviewed people. Interviewed people. And it's just like, just fucking do that. Like, what if Iron Monroe came back and did nothing? <laughs> <laughs> just to have Iron Monroe on an issue. So it's just like seeing that level of almost carefree carelessness... That it was just like it was almost borderline reckless. And it was it was interesting for me to see just someone just throw away whatever direction was given to them or just like just be like, Whatever, the world is ending anyway. I'm going to go ahead and play with these
1: fireworks. I, I do think that the artwork isn't. I mean, for a good portion of it, it actually is pretty Eddie good. Eddie Barrows is badass. And it's then, just the way he's colored, though. We said it before. Yeah, I, I will say there one shouldn't be all these reds. I, I will say one thing. If you're going to do this, definitely get the issues with the Friendship Solidarity because we're off. Where else are you going to see Super Gorilla? And that's <laughs> just shit. Just for that Issue of 708. 708. 708. Super go Gorilla. If you need to find only one of these issues, that's the one you want to get.
0: Oh, Bruno, we're over time, but before we, we do that, we do have to get into some recommendations and also set up the next one. Recommendations, you want to go ahead real quick. Right. What's your recommendation for this uh, one?
1: I'm going to go real quick with the two. The first one, definitely read War of the Superman. It's the end-all chapter of the tale of New Krypton and how it comes to an end and where it leaves Superman at the beginning of Grounded. Um, my recommendation for something that's not tied to this would be Superman American Alien. Uh, it's a... basically seven seven issues it's seven issues each one is its own standalone story taken from different points in superman's life and you get to see everything from him to being clark kent to novice superhero to superman at his early start to like a later superman uh, adventure so all different facets of life and told from the viewpoint where you get to kind of see superman through americana and from different angles so it works really well as a story that grounds Superman, but also puts the super in Superman. It doesn't just lean one way or the other. We're, excuse me, we're branded very much was like leaning towards like, let's just put the man in Superman. Yeah. And your recommendation, sir? My
0: recommendation is Superman for all seasons, where this actually also literally put the man in Superman because it was a very grounded take on Superman where it's just like him growing up in Smallville him coming back to his community and stuff like that and his family it was very based on his personal interactions and it was such a human take on the character and uh, one more recommendation I'm going to throw out too Uh, if you want to see another superhero just kind of go out of his element and try and help another community that's not him Uh, I cannot recommend this enough it's one of my favorite Daredevil stories this Daredevil Redemption by David Hine and Michael Gato's and it's like he goes and basically helps out the west memphis three and there's almost no daredevil in there it's a lot of court cases and him like doing pro bono work and stuff like that but it is so good six issue limited series um i recommend getting the single issues of course but you can still find it in trade paperback so with that being said we've wrapped this one up um next time we come back it may seem a little weird but we're actually going to be going out of continuity for this next one, where we're reaching back into the uh, episodes that we recorded before we decided to we're start We're pulling publishing.
1: a retcon and making it canon. We're rebirthing yeah. ourselves.
0: So you might hear the, us talk about Ultimatum, which was originally the very first one that we did. But then we were like, "Ah, oh, man, this seems pretty rough. So then we kind of like... Redid it and kind of start with Ron Zimmerman. Uh, but you're going to be hearing that one later on down the line anyway. But it just kind of like naturally comes into it. Because we want to do New 52, but there are some loose ends to tie up in like this DC continuity here. Yeah. And we don't want to go into New 52 without covering Cry for Justice. <laughs> where, holy shit, they literally just cry and scream justice.
1: It, it becomes, if you thought Truth, Justice, American Away was a drinking game, this just takes it to the level of making it an art form. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend not making a drinking game out of Cry for <laughs> Justice unless you have the strong constitution of an Irishman. Then after that,
0: we go into Rise of Arsenal. And I think before we start with New 52 also, let, let's go ahead and jump back to Identity Crisis and kind of see how well that one aged too. Because yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be like horrible, no. but it's going to be like a it,
1: it I de- can't believe they did that. It definitely didn't age well and doesn't put the heroes in a very good light, so... That's probably a good thing that they kind of retconned that one out of existence. Yeah,
0: so like I said, next time we come back, we're going to be uh, covering Justice League, Cry for Justice by James Robertson and Marcella Fruzin. Okay. Or there were a couple that kind of like went back and forth, but... Uh... Get, get ready. <laughs> yeah. remember, Hope you like a lot of characters and no plot progression. <laughs> remember, we didn't write it; we just read them. <laughs> yeah. And we we implore you to go ahead and do the same thing. Hit up your comic book shop. Make sure that they pull these issues aside for you. Even if you get a couple of them, like each one of them has something awful in there that you can enjoy. And, that, and because this is like there's one no of the dead once No, no dead issues. Only like. A million dead bodies? <laughs> no, that's Ultimatum. Spoiler <laughs> no, Actually, they, they destroy an entire city. No. In both Not <laughs> This one. All right, guys. We're out of here. My name is Nick. My name is Bruno. And next time, we're going to get ready for Cry for Justice. So good night and Feliz Navidad. Oh, God, it burns.